Hey there, welcome to the No Holds Barred podcast, your inspirational, in-your-face, and no-bullshit show where I motivate you to live the life that you deserve, one of crazy fucking ridiculous joy. My name is Eva, and I am clearly the most consistent, inconsistent podcast show host ever. Uh, thanks for joining me here tonight. I am super excited about tonight's show. I actually have a guest with me tonight. I figured it's sort of like redemption because I think I missed a show last week. So I figured I'd come on with a little bit of a buffer and bring a guest with me so you guys can't throw rotten tomatoes at me or be mad at me for not coming, for not being more consistent than I am. Before I bring my guest on, I just want to share a little something with you guys. I hit a milestone today and I'm super, super excited about it. And the reason why I want to share the milestone is because you guys know that I'm always telling you guys to believe in your dreams and don't give up and push hard and pull up your big girl and big boy, boy panties and kick some ass and do all that stuff. Because when we work hard and we believe in ourselves and we believe in our dreams, we can reach, you know, the sky's the limit, right? So today I noticed over on my Pinterest account, and I will drop the link in the description box on this podcast, I reached 10,000 followers. Yay! Round of applause for Eva. So this is kind of a big deal for me because I literally just started Pinterest in January with no fucking clue as to what I was doing. It was just this big monster staring at me from the screen and I tackled it and I mastered it. I don't know if I mastered it, but I figured it out. Um, and I reached 10,000 followers today, so I'm pretty pumped about that. I may even have a celebratory drink uh, after this podcast. But yeah, so, you know, and me sharing that with you is simply because I want you guys to just not give up on whatever dream you have and any goal. And this actually kind of ties into the podcast, the show tonight, um, because me and Michael are going to be talking about how you can get anything you want or something like that. Well, I'm going to bring him on and we're going to talk about that. But first, let me read his brief little bio to you. Michael Shook is my guest. I actually met Michael on Medium in a Medium group that I belong. Um, he's a brilliant writer and he's a super, super nice guy. Uh, Michael Shook has been a writer, speaker, and teacher for 30 years. His nickname online is the Internet's Most Positive Writer. Hey, that's my line. His specialty is helping people create the positive and fulfilling lives that they deserve. I like this guy. He's created more than 20 courses and programs, all centered on helping people live lives they love. Say that five times fast. He has appeared on stage at numerous seminars and conventions, always with the singular message being, each of us is in charge of our life. And if we want to change, it is our right and responsibility to do that. And a little round of applause. Yay, let's bring on Michael. Hi, Michael. Hi, Eva. How are you today? And the crowd went wild. They went wild. Yeah. They're crazy. They're crazy. <laughs> Behind the autographs later, autographs later, please, right outside. Uh, you know how it is. I know you know how it is. I, I want an autograph. You know that, right? You'll have you to let I'll, I'll send that. you an autograph. <laughs> Actually, on, on some books that I, that I published on, on Amazon, somebody told me, oh, I want an autograph for that. So I downloaded the JPEG of the cover and wrote on it and then sent it to her. I said, here's your autographed copy. You're the only one that has an ebook that's autographed. So here you go. <laughs> Way to go. I got to figure out how to do that. So what are we talking about tonight? We're talking about how you can change your life or how you can live the life you want with one sure. trick or something. You're going to give us, you're going to share a super tip with us and I'm going to uh -huh. take notes and listen carefully because I want a fabulous life too so yeah. i want you to go ahead and tell us tell us a little bit about what okay. you do teach and then mm -hmm. talk just a little bit about what you're going to trip you're going to shut tell us share with us tonight yes ma'am well first first i'm going to say congratulations on your ten thousand followers on pinterest Yay. that's a that's a big deal when people pay attention to you in in that size and format and that's a really good website to get people to pay attention to you on it helps your name it helps your reputation and you feel better no. when you reach milestones like that 
Thank you. Like on like like on medium. I mean, you probably do. You get to a certain amount of claps or likes or the thing that comes and it says there's ten fans or fifty fans. It's like, oh yeah, let's go toast time. All right. <laughs> I'm happy if I get fifteen fans. Never mind. I, I I I I that's not true. Well, you write so well, and but and you write often, and that that makes a really big difference. It helps everyone who, who may not know who you are. It helps them understand your personality right away when they read two or three of your articles and you have a distinct personality. Yeah. And which is good. And that's that's exactly what you're supposed to have. Exactly. Is a distinct personality. So people can find you and resonate with the message that, that you have. And I found that to be actually we're talking about I'm segueing here to uh a simple plan to to get what you want because because it is it is simple it's it's I'm not going to say that it's easy I will say that it's simple but I also don't you, you probably know you, you may or may not know my bio on on medium is three words plain spoken positive writer and plain spoken is what's missing today on the internet a lot and by that I mean you don't need a do, do, do you mind if I use an accidental curse word while we're talking <laughs> Please do. <laughs> oh, okay. I have a I list here it. that I'm supposed to put in the conversation. That list you sent me of words I'm supposed to work into the conversation. Some of these are, are, are in Francais, so I don't know what they mean. Now, but anyway, so yeah, then what that really means being plain spoken and positive is that I am a positive guy. I am a nice guy. I am a friendly guy, but I, I don't I don't have a lot of tolerance for bullshit. And in the personal development field, the self-improvement field, the metaphysical field, there's a lot of bullshit. There is. And there is. It's just, it's way more, I mean, sure, we don't have to talk about anybody's names here or anything, but for a long time, you couldn't make any headway in that in that field at all unless you had a, unless you had a shtick, unless you had, unless you had some tiny little thing that you niched down to and then... And then went out with and told everybody, well, you can only do it this way. But the problem with that is, is that next year when you need to sell another program or a course or something, you have to reinvent some new shtick in order to sell that. Yeah. And I figured it would be easier to keep things like that simple. I, I don't honestly know if it is, but it's certainly easier for me. Um, and it, it's simple. And when I sat down and thought about it, all the things that I've actually accomplished in my life were were through. I mean, I didn't sit down and say, "Oh, you know, what is 22? Oh, I'm going to make up this system and and follow all these steps." And it's like, no, it's like it's like you read articles on Medium or somewhere. It's like 235 of the simplest tips and hacks for blogging success. And it's got. I think you have got to be fucking kidding me. Who is who is going to do that? I can't get past five, never mind 200. And, and that's it. When, you, when you're on five or 10, maybe, and in 10, unless it's a big enough field, that they're, they're smaller versions of the first three or five. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. People are trying to do good work in the world. And for a long time, there was people who blogged, and common sense of blogging was to make a gigantic, huge blog post, not just 10 tips, but 100 of the best tips for blogging. Yeah, I can't, I can't do that. It got your content scanned by Google, you know, there's all this stuff. And now it's like, they want to scan down to the, the, you know what it means above the fold when you're talking on a yep. website page. Yep. yep. They only scan down to that part anyway, unless you got another, a link that hops you down to the front part. That's as far as the Google robots going to go. You know what? I honestly think like when I write blog posts and when I read blog posts, mm -hmm. if it's more than 15 tips, you've lost me because I don't even have yeah, the attention done. span. I can't even take in any more than 15. Mm -hmm. 15 no, you're, you're done. By 20, it all sounds like the Charlie Brown teacher. You're absolutely right. I mean, I found I was a teacher for a long time, for 20, well, 10 years in the Navy while I was a trainer, but 20 years in, in school. And if you keep talking, unless you do the same thing, three or five things over and over again, you're done. The eyes glaze over yep. and, and, and you're done. That there are the, the people are listening to you are done. I mean, they may be polite, but nothing else is going in. Because you need time to process that information, and and that so that's kind of what I realized. I mean, I don't sell it. I don't have a. This isn't a lead into a big huge course or anything. That's not what I mean. I'm talking about there's there's a, a simple way to organize your life. It's only got a couple steps. Now they're actually individualized for everyone else, or for each individual person. You have to 
make them so they work for you. And what you usually get in a big course that's a hand-holding course is hand-holding. Mm -hmm. Or you get 300 videos to watch that. Yeah. You know what? I don't have time to watch 300 videos. I watch two. I don't yeah. Yeah, two, maybe. I mean, that's it. Even yeah. if I buy them, I don't watch any more than that because they're all the same stuff. Yeah. Or, or the people you don't. So I'm really glad about that. But the people you listen to their podcast and for three minutes, they're talking about, well, this is what we're going to talk about today. And, you know, we talked about that last week, right, Phil? Well, that's right, Barney. Yeah, we did talk about that. <laughs> like, oh, my God, please just 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 say what you're going to say, please. But you, but you don't. You've got you've got your introduction then. And it's like, boom, here it is. That's smooth and it's clean. and It's always the same approximately. I'm assuming yep. always the same words. Yep. And you're done. And then you're right into the meat of your podcast. And that's the first thing that, well, that's the, that's the biggest thing about being simple is you say this, this is what I'm going to do. And then you stop talking and you do that thing that you said you were going to do. I'm going to start the podcast now. I'm clicking a button, boom, and you start the podcast. You've listened to enough podcasts to know what I'm talking about. You have people that are filling up air, air time and, and space. Because it's got to be a certain length for your sponsors to catch hold of it. And if it isn't, then you're not going to get any sponsors. But you're also not going to get any fans. Exactly. If you keep listening to that. And I think, you know what, I think people have the biggest, the biggest problem with, I have an idea and it's that click start button. Just do it. Like mm -hmm. you have the idea, you already know what, you know, mm -hmm. I have a, a funny story to share with you actually. Sure. My friend had suggested way back in January, he says, Eva, you know, you really need to be podcasting. I'm like, yeah, dude, I don't know. And you know, I can do Facebook lives and I do them in my pajamas. I can do Facebook lives till the cows come home. I have no problem. I'm on, you know, I'm on camera I got you know we have we mm -hmm. page, but I resisted podcasting for eight fucking months I was terrified Nine of podcasting months. and I don't even know why yeah. so one day I sat in front of this big black microphone I, I looked at that record button I'm like you know what Eva just click the button and just start and I finally did it but a yeah. lot of people have a hard time with just clicking start with anything yes, in your life because it's yes, scary it well, the, here's here's the first, how about that? We'll start that as a jump. We'll use that as a jumping off point for the first the first step of the simple system. Okay. That is, you have to know beyond a shadow of a doubt what you want. Most people do not know what they want. If you can't write it on the like they used to say about a business plan, if it's longer than fits on the back of a napkin, you don't have a business plan. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna sell phones to people in Indiana. There you go. There's your business plan. But most people have no idea what they want, or they have an idea, but they don't know how to narrow it down to a sentence with 10 words in it. Yeah. I want to be a famous podcaster and make lots of money. Yeah. There you go. Now there's something the person can start with. And you start with, I want. This is what I want. And most people, they'll, they'll fill up a whole page with this stuff. And then, and then if you're, if they're being coached, like if you have like a, I don't know what they call them, life coach or personal coach or whatever. And if that coach looks at it and goes, there's too many words on here, knock it down. And by the time you've got one sentence, the people are one, they're pissed. And because all their good words and all their long sentences are done and you're left with, I want, I want to be rich. Well, there you go. Now you can work with that. You now I want to have, well, look at, Look at, just as an example, look at the people on, on Medium. Look at some of their bios. I mean, they got 50, they, they've used every single character. And they don't have one of those bit.ly links, but every single character is used up. And they're like, I want to be the person who helps other people to do such and such. Okay, all right, well, you are. You're already that person. Yeah. I'm reading your article. You're, you're already doing that. <laughs> right. Okay. So, but it's like, but it's hard to tell what they want. And if people can't say in a single sentence what they want, they want too many things. And it's okay, but you'll have to start with one thing. You can't start with two. You can't start with three. It's like somebody was, somebody had something in some Facebook group. I can't remember what it was now. And I'm talking about being an expert. You can only be an expert in one thing. Right. That's, that's all you can do. Otherwise, you're not an expert. There's no such word as bi-expert or dual expert or multi-expert. I mean, they make them up, but, but that's not true. You have to be an expert in one thing, and, and that's the basis of a simple plan to choose your life. One, start with the one thing you want most 
in the world. That's what's going to drive you. Do you ever listen to? Do you ever, have you ever listened to Dean Graciosi? No. So I don't know Dean, who that is. you don't know who that is? No. Oh, you know who that is? No, I don't. Oh, okay. So Dean Graciosi is one of the writers in Rhonda Byrne's book, The Secret. Okay. And I went to one of his events last year, and, and this, and you'll see where I'm going with this. I went to one of his events last year um, with Brendan Burchard and, and Larry King and Trent Shelton and a bunch of other um, personal development gurus. Oh, I see that. The air bunnies. And he was talking about the seven levels of why. So once you have, you have an idea, or you have a, that, you know, that shit written on the back of your napkin, Mm-hmm. Uh, go seven levels deep of why you want, why do you want that? Why do you want that? And, and, what, and what after that? And what after that? So once you get down to the very last level of seven, to the very, to the very last big question why, you're like, oh, okay, I think I fucking got it now. Like it, yeah. he really, really drives it deep as why do you want that? What's it going to bring? Well, why, why do you want to help these people? Yeah. Well, why, 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 why? And then once you get to that point, and it's actually kind of terrifying because when you get down to the seventh level, you go, oh my God, I do want that. It's really fucking scary. That's right. But you got to do that. I mean, otherwise mm-hmm. it's just a dream in a cloud yes. bubble over your head and it's going to yeah. stay there until you pull up your big girl or your big boy panties and go, all right, I know what I want. I've done the seven levels. Let's do it. Let's click the fucking start button. That's actually the second step. You have to you make a list of three to five steps when you, just, when you know what you want. And it's always about what I want. If you have anything else, you are not down to the we'll say seven levels. If it's anything other than I want this, and this is why, but it has to be about you. And, and for all people talking about their personalities and outgoing and all that, most people are afraid to admit to themselves, this is what I want in my heart. Yeah. They don't, they don't want to choose. They don't want to start. If you always have three, three choices, you never have to start. I think, you know, Michael, I think people feel selfish because, you know, when I talk about, you know, your happiness is number one and you're number one, and people go, that's really selfish. You have to be selfish because if you're not happy, you're not mm-hmm. going to make anybody else. You're not going to be happy in your life. You, sure. You're not going to make the people around you happy. You have got to take care of yourself first in every way before you can make anybody happy. So fuck everybody else. It's all about you and your life. And people don't want to do that. They think it's selfish. Well, yeah. then you know what? Stay miserable then. <laughs> or, if you, or if what you really want, I want to help people feel better. Now there's there's a decent why there's there's nothing wrong with that but it starts with I want and the answer to why is because I feel better when I do that I like that I go to sleep and I'm happy I wake up and I'm happy you know I play with a cat and I'm happy why because I like to help people and I feel better when I do that exactly you know, what what's wrong with that who who would who would argue with that you know we have a there's a here here's something I, that I that I teach about. If there's always a job opening for martyrs. <laughs> there you go. I think I, actually, I think I actually made a poster on my Facebook page, and it said, the world is in desperate need of, of healers, helpers, and lovers supply here, or something like that. Because that's what the world needs. Everybody, you know, that's what we're here for. We're here to heal, help, and love each other. And everybody can apply for the job, and everybody can do the job. They do. Well, with, with martyrs, it's different because you're guaranteed to die. If you're a martyr, and you, if you're a martyr, yes. you have to give up your life for that of somebody else. Oh, right, right, right. So there's always going to be a job opening. Yeah. Someone else is going to step up and take your place when you're done. Exactly. When you're dead. So, like you're saying, if you don't take care of yourself, mm-hmm. and and there, I mean, we're not talking about it in a psychological Buddhist sense here, feeding each other with the chopsticks across the rice bowl here. We're not talking about that. <laughs> but on, but on the day, you've seen that picture, right? That that thing. There's they go to hell, they die, and they go down to hell, and there's these giant chopsticks, and there's a big thing of rice in no. the middle, and nobody nobody can get any rice because their chopsticks are too long. But <laughs> in heaven, they're they're there with a big bowl of rice and big long chopsticks, but they're feeding the person across from them. Oh, I've never seen that. Uh, I'll see if I can find it. I'll send it to you. It's yeah, just—it's usually it's a little. It's just a little story. Um, but 
But so I wasn't, I was making that for, for a point, but what, what I was really saying is you have to take care of yourself mm -hmm. because only you know what you want in your heart. And that's where you start. And that's the reason most people don't get what they want is because they're unwilling to say, like you say, one, identify it, and two, click the start button. Yeah. All you need to do is one thing. That's all you have to do. You know what? I, I decide I'm going to be, I'm making this up as an example here. Mm -hmm. I decide I want to be a writer. Okay. So I can write. So I wrote the grocery list. Okay. Well, you know what? Next, I, I decide I want to be a writer and have someone else read the things that I write. Okay. Well, that's a little bit different. So if you're going to do that, then you need to have a, a platform. You need to write and you got to find out how to publish it on Medium, on your blog, and Facebook posts, and Twitter, whatever it is, and then you then you decide, well, I really like that. You can change your goal, but if your goal then it develops from, I want to be a writer, well, I did that. I want to be a writer and have a book that other people can buy and sell it on Amazon. Well, then you have a whole new list of skills, but they're all about what you want. There's nothing wrong with changing your goal or what you say you want. There's nothing wrong with that. You grow and you learn and you, and you experience different things and you add them into yourself. But the first two two words in that sentence are still, I want. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And and you you have that part in your heart. And and then you just figure out how to do stuff. It's not that hard. I mean, it isn't that hard. I'm sorry. Please go ahead. It can be hard. Yeah, it, sure. And it, I don't think it's, it's so much that it's hard as it's scary. And I remember, this yep. is kind of a funny story. I remember when, when I was living back in Canada for years and years and years, I used to laugh and joke about saying, I'm leaving for the winter. I fucking hate winter. And I'm going to go to, to, you know, Central America for the winter, every winter. And I used to laugh. I used to joke about that. Mm -hmm. and one year, uh, probably I came down here in 2015. So I bet you it was 2013, 2014. I thought, you know what? I really do want to leave Canada for the winter. How can I make it happen? Yes. How can I do it? And I, and yep. at that time I had a regular job. I was a hairdresser. I worked in a mall I worked mm -hmm. for a dragon lady. You know, I, you know, five, six days a week, 10 hours a day. And then I realized that if I wanted to leave Canada for the whole winter for like five or six months, I mm -hmm. would have to actually find another job that I can do online. And that's when I thought, well, you know what? Maybe I'll be a freelancer. How do I become a freelancer? Because sure. now I really want to go to Central America. For That's the right. So what That's do I got to do? So I started taking all these, okay, you know, I have to, I went on the internet. I did some research. I actually had a mind. I, I, I don't do vision boards. I do mind maps. So I got a big colored Bristol board. It was okay. neon pink and I got a black magic marker. And I, in the, in the middle of it, mm -hmm. I put my name and all around it. It said one of the, one of the, the arrows was, Central America okay. 2015. Word, right. I just had all these little things coming out of it. And I thought, all right, Eva, there it is. You're leaving Canada for the winter. What do you got to do to do that? Because I want to go to Central America for the winter. Mm -hmm. How am I going to mm -hmm. do it? And it wasn't easy, but it wasn't that hard. It was right. scary. That's what it is. It's yeah. scary. Nobody wants mm -hmm. to do scary shit. I mean, I totally stepped out of my comfort zone for this. I yep. mean, yep. totally jumped off the ledge without a safety net and just said, fuck it, I'm, I'm doing it. And people just like, were like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing it. And I did it. I'm like, wow, it's so liberating when you click that start button mm -hmm. and you do it and you, and then, you know, you can do the high fives and the virtual hug and the pat on the back, but it's clicking that start button. You can have all the plans you want written down, but if you don't do them, I mean, we live in the world of form. I mean, I'm a big believer in spirituality and the metaphysical. It's not that I'm not, but we live in the world of form where you have to do something. Mm -hmm. You have to do it. Otherwise, it doesn't happen. Exactly. If you don't do it, it was like I wrote a, I wrote a story on, on, my, on my blog once about it was right when the secret was being popular and people are thinking, oh, all I gotta do is think about stuff and it shows up. Whoa, what a bunch of crap. And it's like, okay. Well, if you don't think about it, do you think it's gonna show up? But I digress. So what I said was, here's how here's how to think about manifesting a cheese sandwich. So you just make it easy. Start with something really simple. You're sitting in your easy chair and you think to yourself, you're watching TV and you think, oh, I wish I had a cheese sandwich. Mm, I'm hungry, I want a cheese sandwich. And you'll look down at your hands, there's no cheese sandwich. But you're thinking, and the thought goes, hmm, cheese sandwich, cheese sandwich. 
you know what? I think there's some cheese. I just bought some mozzarella the other day. And you know what? I think that hilo bread from that rye loaf that I had last week is still there. So, mmm, cheese sandwich. And there's still no cheese sandwich in your, on your plate, in your lap, while you're watching Sports Center. You know, there's nothing there. So you go and you're thinking, oh, cheese sandwich, cheese sandwich. And finally, you get up from your chair, you go to the kitchen, and you make yourself a cheese sandwich. You go back and sit down. Now, did you manifest that with your thought? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's how the world of thought and the world of form integrate with each other. Now, and that's not to say that if you're not, if if you have happy thoughts, you, you find out often that people will walk by you and they look at you and they smile if you're if you're perky. And yeah, they can feel your your energy, your aura, whatever whatever phrase you want to call that. But we're also culturally attuned to how people look when they're in specific moods. If you're happy, a person looks different than when they're sad. And so we're culturally attuned to that. So you're thinking to yourself or feeling yourself, oh, what a terrible day. Oh, it's awful. And you're living in your head with all the awful stuff and you step in a hole and your foot gets all covered with, you know, dog stuff from the backyard and people are angry with you and cut you off in traffic. And and they just pile up together and you you blame your thoughts. But it isn't isn't your thoughts because you're free to change them. They are yours. You may have to start with, I'm going to think differently right now. And then you think differently. You say, I really do feel better. I really do feel feel better. You straighten up your shoulders, you smile. And it's like instantly the world changes. Yeah, absolutely. And and it does. And the the world's response to you, people's response and the world's response to you does change in according to how you think. Of course it does. But you had to have that thought and do something about it. Absolutely. If you just had a fleeting thought, no, no smiles, no cheese sandwich for you. Right. You, know, you, you, can, you can stay in that easy chair watching Sports Center until they sign off, or to start running infomercials on Home Shopping Network or whatever. You're still not getting a cheese sandwich. <laughs> but if you thought it through, if you started with a thought, how can I do this? Okay, well, this is what we do. Now I'm hungry enough to get up and go do it. Did you start with your thought? Absolutely, 100%. That's, that's one of the things that isn't evident in, in the secret or in any of those things that we live here. It's okay to take action to create what you want. There's no harm in that. People want to create the easy things like a cheese sandwich. They don't want to create yes. major life changes because that's too there hard to carry. And, no, and, and not only that, people, like for myself, for I'll, I'll use myself as an example. Like sure. I didn't know if I was going to like Guatemala, if the plane was going to crash, if my life was going to be horrible, if everything mm-hmm. sucked. I mean, I didn't have a single solitary answer. And I just kind of went, well, you know what? I want to go to Central America and I'm going. I have no control over what's going to happen when I get there. I'm going to know, I have no control over whether or not it's going to be for me or not, but I want to go. And I went. But a lot of people won't take that, that next step because they're afraid of, what if I don't like it? What if it sucks? What if this? What if, what if, what if? And they stop themselves with all these ridiculous thoughts and worries and what ifs and fears and concerns. And then they just sit back in their lazy boy chair without a cheese sandwich and without anything because That's they're it. too afraid to make that first. Thing. And it's so sad. Right. Yes. I, I just feel like stop. Wor- like I want to like grab people by the shoulders and shake them and go, stop mm-hmm. fucking worrying and just do it. Like sure. you don't even know what's going to happen unless you try. Can't you at least just try? And they don't. No, they don't. And people Most don't realize how. They don't realize how, how happy their life could actually be. Mm-hmm. They complain what? about it without understanding that it's as easy as just, you can, all you really have to do to change, your, change your, your life and your perspective on things is walk across your bedroom backwards. That's all you have to do. And it's such, it's such a different feeling. And then, of course, you get them. You got to make sure that your cat's out there and there's not crap all over the floor. <laughs> but you can do it in a safe way. But when you do it, you realize... Because you do have a completely different viewpoint. Your feet hit the floor differently. Your body changes differently. You can't hold yourself the same way. Is when you walk and your eyes see different things. Right, right. And that's it's and the things that people do. Like sometimes in a workshop, this is what I'll have people do. You know, stand up. Okay, we walk down the aisles and take ten steps backwards. Somewhere we're not doing trust fall. We're not doing any of that stuff. We're just walking backwards. And. And people do it, and they're so intensely concentrating. Right? There's not a sound in the room. It doesn't matter if there's 10 or 100 people, and they're all like, oh, 
do this? Can I do that? And then you blow, I have a whistle, like a referee's whistle. I go, okay, done. It's time. And then, and then blah, 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 blah. oh my God, what do you think about that? And it's like everybody's just been waiting to talk. It takes like 10 seconds before they realize they are different. And they discuss, you know, how they feel different with a person next to them. And it's, but that's, that's really all it takes. And I've done this. I don't know how many times I've done it, but it really does work. And it, it isn't, it's, it's hard to take that first step, like you said, because people are afraid. And people, you know, and as I tell people, if you don't want to do this, then don't do it. Don't worry about it. Just, just sit there. Everyone else will, will do it. And, but you don't have to. No pressure on you. Yeah. You know, this is, I mean, you paid to come here. It's not a problem. I think, you know, I think if people start, like, I don't really start small with small changes. I'm like balls mm -hmm. to the walls and I just go, sure. oh, I want this and I'm just going to see how I can get it. And sure. then I, and then I leave my country. Like, this is the kind of yeah. ridiculous yeah. stuff that I do. But I think maybe, you know, Michael, if, pe if people actually just take a, take a small thing, like, mm -hmm. let's say you want to go, maybe not even an introvert, but a shy person wants to go for a coffee, but they have to have a friend or they don't want to go by themselves. Take that first step and just go for a coffee by yourself and see what happens. Like, just do little things like that. Sure just to build up a little bit of self-confidence mm -hmm. and a little bit because it's fear. I mean, even going to a coffee shop alone is kind of scary for some people because yes, it is. people are insecure, mm -hmm. right? People mm -hmm. kind of stare at me. They're going to think I'm a loser, whatever, whatever. So just do little things first. Take a little step and do something silly, like go to a coffee mm -hmm. shop by yourself. And then when you leave and you go home, you're like, wow, okay, that wasn't so bad. I did it. And mm -hmm. then maybe try conquering something one level scarier yes right like like take little steps out of your comfort zone and, and try mm -hmm. different little things it's true if you if you start with a with a big goal like like you're saying move to central america <laughs> well you that's a pretty big goal it was no that's a pretty big goal you will you'll find any start just start thinking about it but once once you figure out what your big goal is the little steps interestingly enough will show up yeah if you, but you have to be committed to that big goal. And that's why his name is Dean Graciosi. Dean Graciosi, yeah. That's why he's talking about doing the several, seven levels down because when you're done with that, you actually know what it is you want. Exactly. I mean, that's the point of it. Maybe everybody doesn't, but that's the point of it yeah. is to identify and to take everything out, strip down all the language and everything. I want to lose 10 pounds. You know what? Okay. Now, and then the idea is, will show up oh i have to do this and, and this and this and eventually when you decide that and sometimes it takes some deciding it takes some information sorting mm -hmm. one of one of the issues we have now is there's so much so much information available it's hard to, it's hard to pick anything I know. And people get really indecisive and and it makes it it makes it really difficult, especially when it's mixed in with marketing language, as if it really made a difference. If you don't get this new thing, this really makes a difference because, you know, you're really going to miss out. Well, that's not a reason to buy anything. Yeah. You know, if the other thing you had worked okay, then you don't need this new thing. But people are afraid, what they call it, FOMO, fear of missing out, afraid of that. Uh, you know, I think, and you made a, you actually made a good point there about there's so, you know, the internet is overwhelming and there's so much information, mm -hmm. you know, buy this ebook, download that. I, for, personally for myself, because I've spent this whole last year just learning, and mm -hmm. there's so many gurus coming at, you know, social media, uh, Pinterest gurus, SEO, I mean, people from all over, because I ask questions, and I won't actually act on anything if it doesn't feel right to me. Absolutely. If somebody says, if somebody says oh, you know, you should try this, and I go and look at it, and I read about mm -hmm. it, I'm like, yeah, you know what, I'm not really yeah. that right nope. now. Like, listen to your gut. Like, don't take yes. the answer as gospel and think, oh, well, you know, John Guru said I should do this, so I should do this. No, no. Find, you know, do a little bit of digging and do what feels right. If you get kind of like, yeah, I don't know about this, then stop and back away and try and, you know, do a little bit more research. And I think that's another thing because people, because there's so much overwhelming information, people don't know where to start or who to listen right. to. So they just right. say, fuck it, I can't, this is just ridiculous. I, I don't even yeah. know where to start. So I'm, I'm not- I can't, so I'm not gonna start. Exactly. Yeah, if the, and that's when, when, when you're writing copy or asking people to buy something or asking them to do anything. If people are, are confused about what to do, the answer is always gonna be no. It's yeah. not gonna be, oh, I'll try this. No, it's not gonna be that. It's gonna be, no, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. If I have 200 different choices of 
like you go to 31 flavors, how many choices, how many times do you actually read every single name on the board? You don't do that because you already know what you want when you go in the door. You know, yeah. they have 31 flavors, but the other 30 aren't for you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but but it's the it's the illusion it's the illusion that that it's important to be able to choose. It is important to be able to choose, but you don't need all these other superfluous things. Yeah. You know, there was a there was a far side cartoon about people looking at the the glass of water. Oh, I think it's half full. Oh, I think it's half empty. The third guy says, "I ordered a cheeseburger." <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> but, but a lot of people are insecure about their own self-knowledge yeah. about who they are and what they, what they really want. The truth is when you talk to somebody long enough in, in uh, intimate enough setting, I don't, I don't mean sexually, I mean, I mean, yeah. you know, when you, you know, you talk enough, so you actually wind up talking about real things. Yep. They'll tell you what they want or they'll say, Oh, I don't want to say this. And you look down the floor and you know, that's the one right there. Yeah. Their eyes go down the floor and you know, that's it because they're embarrassed to tell you. And 99.99 times out of a hundred, there's nothing to be embarrassed about. It's like, nobody has some weird sexual fetish. I mean, but they may, but that's not what they're talking about. What they really want is I want to be happy. Yeah. You know, I want to find someone who loves me for the person that I am. I want to take a trip around the world. Okay. And these are all they want. Most things people want are really simple, and they're usually about feeling better. Yeah. You know, but, you know, feeling better starts with you. I mean, you're not yes. – I mean, I want somebody to love and to marry and all that stuff too, but, I mean, i got to love myself first before I attract the right partner. Yeah. Like, all of that stuff, that happiness and love and inner peace and joy and all that stuff that mm -hmm. people want, you got to find that in yourself before you start going yeah. outside of you and looking for it. If you don't have it – inside of you first mm -hmm. then you're not you're gonna you may attract it from the outside but it's not the way you want it you're going mm -hmm. to attract exactly what you are yes you will so you have to love I agree. first. Yes. you have to be happy first you can't you're not going to find happiness or love in others you it's it'll be temporary you have to find the love inside of you first mm -hmm. and then you can bust out and, you know, and that's when the universe opens doors for you. Yes. You know, yes. I remember when I left my last abusive relationship, uh, four or five years ago, I've lost track of time because I'm so fucking happy. Um, when I left, I had nothing. I had no self-love. I didn't have any money. I just declared bankruptcy. My life was shit. I had hit rock bottom. But I had decided that at that very day, I thought, you know what? I have got to get out of this relationship. I'm done. I, I, I've been beaten down for so long. I just can't do this anymore. So as soon as I stepped out into fear and faced that and, and you know, with a little bit of pride and self-esteem that I had left, the universe said, well, it's about fucking time. Eva, have Pretty we much. a prize for you? Yep. And the yep. universe just showered me with everything that I possibly needed yep. to get back on track to live the life that I deserve. But you have got to let go of the things that are holding you back, which is self-doubt, lack of self-esteem, all those yep. selves, right? you got to yes. let go of that. And then the universe is going to say, hey, I got a surprise for you. Look at this. <laughs> right? It exactly matches what you said you wanted. Look, I there know. it is. <laughs> I know. But, you, but you have to know. And until you know... Or at least, at least have a pretty darn good idea. You may not know what shape it's going to come in. I want a new car. Okay, here's a bunch of them. Take a look at these. I want a green car. All right. There's a green car. All right. I want a BMW. All right. There's a BMW. <laughs> I need to pay for it. Okay, here you go. Exactly. But, you, but, but, that, but that's, really, that's really how it is. You know, it, is, it isn't any other way. We just were afraid as a, as a, I don't know about a culture. I don't know what this is. Maybe like a, an overall cultural thing, maybe first worldish kind of culture. People are afraid to say what it is they want. Yeah, I've been a bunch of places around the world, and and people that don't have anything, they know what they want. Yep. You know, I want to eat breakfast. Okay. You know right. what? <laughs> I want to not get shot on the way to school. You know what? Okay. Exactly. You know. Exactly. You know, but 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 they know what people. I'm not talking about everybody everywhere all the time, but as a as a it's a generalization here. But when there's so many choices, we have forgotten to how to how to think in the first place. 
mm-hmm. and how to think in a critical way, not being mean critical, but like, but like a critiquing, maybe critiquing is a better word. Mm-hmm. You know, well, what if I had this? I imagine myself having this. Oh, I don't like how that's going to play out. Well, how about this? Well, I like that. Nobody teaches that. Nobody teaches that at any schools. Nobody teaches that in life. No. It's like, but, but it's such a valuable skill. Yeah. But, really but we're, we're, we've been marketed to for so long. So much of our, I'm going to say it's information. It's kind of information, but it's more like data. Mm-hmm. And the, I mean, the different data is just what happened. Information is what happened and what you think it means, you know, but we, we have bought into other people's ideas of what things mean rather than being willing to make our own decision about what that thing may or might mean to us. And surprisingly, most of the things in the world don't make any difference to us, yeah. but people try to convince us that they do. Well, we're programmed right from childhood. You know, when you're mm-hmm. growing up, mom and dad say, you know, you have to you mind your manners and you got to go to school mm-hmm. and you got to get your grades and then you got to go to college and then you have to get married and buy a house and have a white picket fence and stay in your job for 45 years and retire and be fucking miserable. And then when you retire at 55 years old, you'll have a full pension and then you can do whatever the fuck you want. Well, that yep. doesn't always work very well for no, everybody. What? But that's how we're programmed. That's yes, it is. Society yes, it is. That's programmed us. Mm-hmm. Go to school. Get a good education. Spend, you know, go into debt a hundred thousand dollars for a university mm-hmm. degree that yeah. you're for a job that you're going to stay in for forty years that you're going to fucking hate anyway, and then have a wife and kids, and you know, maybe have an affair with your secretary or whatever. Oh, jeez! But don't do anything that's going to make you happy because I right. can program you like that. It's not yeah. about you to be happy. Yeah, and if you to stop, you know, that's not what life is all about. No, it's about making a choice. If your choice, if you looked at the critical avenues that are available for you when you're, when you're growing, say 18, 25, whatever, and you think, you know, this is what I want. I can see myself like this. I like school. I've met lots of people that like school yep. because they like school. There's nothing wrong with that. But not everybody does. Exactly. And there's, there's no harm in that either. But if that's what you like, okay. Choose that. It's not a problem. Yeah. Do exactly what you laid out, but choose it. Don't yeah. say, oh, yeah, here's my list. Okay, here's my script. I will memorize these lines, and then I will do it. Exactly. I remember when my son was uh, 19, he was going off to university. He was going to university for music. Mm-hmm. Said, All right, that's cool. And he went to a town about six hours away. And then the last month of university, he you know, he'd finished the year and it's like, mom, he says, I don't really want to go to university anymore. I'm like, good, don't go. What do you want to do? Like, don't yep. fucking spend another four years if you're going to be miserable. Oh, dear. You know, yeah. Go do something else. And you, and you know what, here it is mm-hmm. 10 years later and he's a, he's a server in a bar and he makes a shit ton of money and he fucking loves it. He's been doing it for 10 years. There you go. And you know, you know he's happy. And I thought, uh, yeah, like, I'm so glad. And then so many times, you know, he talks about some of his friends from high school. Oh, some of them still live in their parents' basement. They have $50,000 worth of university yeah, debt. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm so glad you didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I really am. It's, it's, it's scary, the amount of money that you get. You have to pay for somebody else's dreams, and I'm not sure that's the way it should be. You're going to pay for your own dreams? You've got to pay somehow. You've got to pay money, time, attention, effort. You have to pay in some way. Yeah. But if you're going to pay for something, pay for your own dream. I know. I mean, pay for the thing you chose. Yeah. And, and, and you're right. A lot of people have trouble choosing. They're afraid. They're click start. I like that. Afraid to click start. Yeah, that's true. And you know, and I think, and I actually, I think I probably even made a post on my Facebook page. When you decide that, I'm not even going to be able to remember it. When the desire, there it is. When the desire for a better life is stronger than your desire to live in misery, Mm -hmm. that's when it's, that's when you'll change. Yep. Your desire, like you have, you know, when people get, mis- and people love to complain, oh, my life is shitty, and they love that pity party, and then all their friends around them complain to, oh, I know, isn't that fucking horrible, and everybody goes on, and then it's like this big domino thing, everybody's just complaining about their shit life, and, mm-hmm. and it's comfortable there, people want to stay there, because it's so comfortable, everybody's licking each yep. other, mm. yep. and nobody wants to change that. 
Nope. Because it's comfortable there. So they know that if they want to change, they have to leave that pity party where 25 of their friends are because that's all they do mm-hmm. is complain. Well, they have to step out of that comfort, that out of that little pity party and go do something else. And they don't want to do that because, oh, what about my friends? Your friends mm-hmm. are all fucking losers because all you guys do is whine and complain, the 24 of you, and you all just lick each other's wounds. What kind of life is that? You're not even mm-hmm. happy. But people yep. don't, people are comfortable there, Michael. I, I agree. I think that's the, the downside of social media. Yeah. People are willing to pile on. Oh, yeah, I understand exactly how you feel. I felt the same way. This is terrible. I don't know. Three of my other friends felt like that. And here's 25 different support groups you can join, all full of people who have exactly the same problem. Right. <laughs> it's true. Oh, oh come on. You know, if you if you if you want to change, if you love sitting in support groups, you're talking about that's one thing. And, and if you don't, it's like if you really want to change. Yeah. May May I share a, a story with you? Yeah. Okay. I was I went to through a series of, of misadventures. Anyway, so I was about 25 years old. I'd been to one year of university and dropped out. Got married. My wife and I had a baby like real soon after that. And I have a two-year-old, and I'm 25 years old. I'm living in a small town in upstate New York, and I don't have enough money to put oil in a tank for the winter. With no way of getting it, I swept up the sawdust on construction sites. That was my job. And I thought, I can't, I just can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. And I went and I joined the Navy, the United States Navy. Okay. I'm 25. I'm already older than every 10 years older than anybody or seven years older than everybody that I'm <laughs> And everybody thought I was insane. What are you gonna do? You have to you have a wife, you have a child, you have to work. My mom would say, Oh my god, you can't do that. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. I was like, but I did, and I sucked it up and I joined and I went to boot camp, but I was older than everybody else. I was really young looking for a really, really long time. Now my real age is caught up with how I look. But for a long time, psh, I like 25 years younger than I really was. So on boot camp, I look like everybody else. And I'm sitting, I'm sitting there. The second day I was there. Now, now mind you, and I, I had nothing. I had no money. I didn't have I paid $4 an hour. I didn't have enough money. That took my entire week's paycheck took to make a half an oil tank full for the wintertime. And everywhere was cold in the Berkshires. I don't know if you were those out of the mountains. Pretty, pretty cold there. And so here I am, I'm in Chicago, I'm in Great Lakes, I'm sitting in my underwear, skivvies they call them. Mm-hmm. I'm, sitting, I'm sitting on this bench with all my clothes in my hand and I'm waiting to get shot up with these bunch of injections. And the guy that's a drill sergeant guy says, looks at me and says, can you swim? Out of the clear blue sky, where's you sitting there? I said, yes. Well, yes, sir. You have to figure out how to do that. Yes, sir, I can swim. And he goes, good. Okay. And then the next day they said, okay, you're now in charge of this group of 80 people while I'm not here. <laughs> and and from that day on, I haven't stopped being in charge of people for 40 years. Wow. But I took that step, like you were saying, suck it up, decide what you want. I didn't know exactly what I wanted. I knew, I knew what I didn't want. And what I really want to do is go to college and do something. I didn't know what it was. Right. But, but that's, and that was the first step. I mean, I, I didn't even know such a thing existed. But the guys, the drill sergeants have to go home at night. They don't sleep there with all the recruits. Yeah, yeah. And so somebody has to be in charge. And we went through, I went through a bunch of stuff with them. This is 90 guys from parts of the, of the world, oh, from wow. parts of the United States with all different problems. They get all sick. Wow. You know, 85 of them had German measles at the same time. You know, it was just, but, but that was me. And it's, and it's like, this is, this is what you do. You say things you and people listen. Oh, okay. Well, it was great. Where are I you? made some mistakes. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> right on. That was what I was born to do, you know. And, uh, That's awesome. I think I was just. And, I think I was just what? born to talk. I was just born to talk. <laughs> that could be. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I figure stuff out and tell people what to do, and they do it. Pretty much. You know, but 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 in a kind way, not not like oh, go over there and jump off the cliff, but like, yeah, are, yeah. are you sure you want to eat those fifteen pierogies? Well, no. If you want to lose weight, don't eat those. Get something else. Go get that lettuce over there, or or whatever it is. Or, are you sure that's really what you want to do with your life? And if it is, I'll help you. And if it isn't, you know what? 
you need to sit here and figure out what to do and I'll help you with that too. And I, it's, it's cool. I, I, a lot of ways I love the internet because I can do that. I mean, I sit right in and meet him every day. I know. And it's I love nice. it. I, you know, and I love media. I'm going to wrap this up because it's already eight o'clock. I love. Oh me- dear. Oh, sorry. I know that's okay. Um, I love medium for the fact that it's absolutely no holds barred. Yeah. Um, you can literally write about, and, and I usually, and I usually share really crazy stories, but I always love to have a little bit of inspiration at the end. Like you can write the craziest shit, and people are like, "Wow, you fucking did that!" I'm like, "Yeah." Nope. And then, like, some of the stories, like, I just read a story tonight by one of the girls in our group, uh, uh-huh. Christine. I don't know if she has a really crazy last name. Howsower? Yeah, her. I was reading her yeah. story. I was like, <gasps> but yeah. you, can, you can be so vulnerable, and you can yep. share yep. everything. And it's not like you're hiding behind some other, you know, this mask or persona. You can be the writer that you really, really want, that you really, really are, bear mm-hmm. all, and people just love you. You know, they love you. They feel your stories, and they feel your words, and they feel your pain, and everything you went through. And I love meeting for that, because we can yes, just put it all out on the keyboard and go pub, kick, click publish, poof, there you go, read yeah, my fucking story. Fine. Yep. And, and, if, and they do, and they're, and, and they're kind. They're so they're supportive. Kind. Yeah. I know. It's it's unlike any social aspect of media I've, I've ever seen. I was talking about social media before, but it's like medium is like grown up social media. It's so yeah. wonderful, eh? Yeah, yeah. you that you nailed it. It's grown up social media where you can share the worst yeah. possible things that happened in your life or funny stories, and sure, your and, and your readers will go, oh, I love this story, blah blah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, thank you. That's really yeah. awesome. Yeah. We're on Facebook, everybody's bashing each other. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't even handle how. Yeah, Facebook's in between. It was the old old forums were like that. I mean, flame wars and trolls and the forums, and they were just, they were awful. I still, and, you know, I still get them on my page sometimes, and then I can uh, just click ban yeah. and delete. Like, there you go. That's it. And there's no point in worrying about it. Just click, click. Yeah, yeah. You're done. Yeah. It, they're always going to be trolls, no matter what. Yes. So we're going to wrap this up. So Michael's one tip for you so you can live the life that you deserve is click start. Click start, start now. Just start now, really, start now. Thank you so much, Michael, for this. And this was really, really fun. And I got to know know a little bit more about you as well. So thank you very much. Actually, Michael is gonna submit an article for my website pretty soon. So watch his writing. I'm going to drop some of Michael's links down in the description box below. So please check out his website. Check him out on Medium. He writes some really, really good shit. Um, And thank you all for listening. I will catch you all back here. I'm not going to promise, but I'll try to catch you all back here again next week. I love you. Bye for now.